and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Well, uh, some of us are triple threats. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm threatening in many other ways. Hello, we are recording now. I just forgot to record the first 20 seconds of our podcast. And that was where all the good stuff was. Oh, <sighs> first 20 seconds. That's me in a nutshell. First 20 seconds of the break. <laughs> Top notch. Mm. I assume you're going to go into the bedroom with that uh, first 20 seconds uh, allegory. 20 but... seconds in the bedroom. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Buddy, Mr. Ron Jeremy over here. <laughs> Jeez, his star has fallen somewhat in the last yeah. couple of years. Well, that's an age thing, isn't it? You know, <laughs> can't last as long when you're that old. I know that you're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get to that. I do want to talk about um, the intimacy category, though, today. We have been oh. going for different... Um, podcast po- themes? Podcast themes, that's it. Uh, we've had advice show we've had dungeons and dragons yesterday we've had true crime we've had big old celebrity chat which i wasn't a part of but i've heard it was good uh today i'd like to give a really common one a really common theme which is dating advice and sort of relationshipy stuff sure oh mate Uh, let's go we would spend my childhood with my mates we would read not childhood obviously School age, though, yeah. reading none, like Dolly Doctors and Cosmo, all those the advice things that people would ask. Oh, oh, fun. It was so funny. So this is effectively, I'm asking for you, both your advice, mm-hmm. your adv- advicees. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Advicals, uh for, <laughs> for a- For you? For me, for a- Look, pickup line might be generous because uh-huh. I don't believe in them. But yeah, it, if it doesn't guess, work, it's not a pickup line. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting- uh, I'll tell you what it is. I, I think technically it falls under pickup line uh-huh. to a degree, but then I also think that it's got it's like got an extension and it almost it doesn't feel like it's like a one liner. Like it's oh, not. It's a, a story. So like you could use it like you know chatting to grandma or like at the shops. You could. It's versatile. You could. I don't know if it has the same appeal. If okay. you change your grandma. Get to the line. Um, I'll get. Well, it's not a line. So oh. it's it, it's it's more of a scenario. Oh, this is. There's a picture of this. I'm a pizza delivery guy. Um, <laughs> and you don't know how to pay for your gosh darn pizza. Oh, my God. Um, no, I wish. Uh, <laughs> when I used to work at Pizza Hut, I was like, I wonder if this is actually, I wonder if this ever actually happens. And then I think about who I was as an 18 year old mm. pizza delivery boy, and I go, oh, In no. what world, Nick? In what world <laughs> is that ever happening to you? No, let me, let me. This is what it is. This is a pickup line because it. My issue is, I think, initiating conversations with someone in public that you find attractive difficult. Yeah, hmm. girls and, typically don't do it because terrifying. Well, why would you? Like, even guys don't really do it unless you have a particular reason to be talking to someone. It's very hard to go. Hey, do you want to go out for a drink or get coffee or something? Or you get the vibe that maybe they do already like you, so it's a safer ground. But is, either yes. way, my this uh, move. You need no connection whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It just requires a bit of audacity on your part. Great. <laughs> Which you, quite frankly, have. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see how this will go. So um, there's a particular girl at the gym that I go to. I, I've never actually seen her there, but I see her. <laughs> on... But you know she exists there at times that well, you don't. How do you know that? The man? Instagram page of the gym oh, posts no. that she's there. I don't know. Does she have her own Instagram page? Uh, she does. I've looked at it. I'm like, yeah, she's quite tra- quite attractive. But I'm mm. like, I'm not gonna just. I'm not a follow. damn slider. Yeah, okay. I'm not. Do you I'm, follow her though? No, because I'm not uh, like I'm not that guy online. Sure. I'm fully aware that I'm a personality driven guy. So if it pops up that she's, you're viewing her stories, that's fine. But you would. Well, follow. I don't. I don't think I view her stories. I've definitely looked at. A yeah, photo you wouldn't be that foolish. I don't right. think so. No, no, no. Yeah. I didn't, no, I didn't think <laughs> no, about look that. Look at the panic on his face. Could she see that? She can see that I'm looking at her stories, but she doesn't post stories. I don't think. I don't look at it that often. I've looked at it like twice, but I'm okay. just thought about. Here's the move. 
Let me get to the move, everybody. Um, here's the thing. So, and it is a bit funny. Let me let me signpost this up top. I know there's a lot of backtracking to start. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. I think it might be charming. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird, and it makes me look like a hero. So, Willikers. You talk about triple threats. <laughs> this is a, this move's a quadruple threat. Okay. So let me do this move. Uh, I'll do it on you, hypothetically, Matt. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so where will uh, ideally you don't do this in the gym because you shouldn't shouldn't try and hit on people in the gym because that's not cool. What? Um, so. If I was to like walk past you in the street, sure. What I'll do is I'd look at you really weirdly for a second and go, mm-hmm. "Tram girl," <laughs> <laughs> and I've already got you, don't I? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not. A, I'm not Should a tram girl. Oh well, sorry. This is super strange, but you are. Did it, you're not the tram girl from the from the weekend? You're on the night out. No. And no. then she's going. Obviously not. What is, what are we talking about? And I go. Yeah. Oh. Super weird, but you are like, you look identical to, and then I tell, I launch into a story, a very brief story where it goes, Saturday night we're out in like in Melbourne. I understand it's not Melbourne, but like mm-hmm. you can be any city of choice. Ideally you'd have a tram. Yeah, <laughs> I so guess. Go, so it works for Bendigo. Mm-hmm. But you go, oh, because you look identical. There's this girl, we we're getting off a tram on a night out and she got her heels stuck in the tram track. And there was another, there was another tram coming after that one had left mm-hmm. and we were there. She was panicking and I had to like pull her off the tram tracks. Uh, well, on this night out. So you're saying she looks like a girl that was completely in distress and had to save the day. If that's what you're reading, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it's just a charming thing. It's like, no, I didn't get, I didn't get stuck underneath a tram. Oh, that's weird. Oh, like, do I look like that sort of person that would? Oh, I think so you have gone flipping to it a different place because I'm like, oh my gosh, she saved a girl's life. That's the subtext. <laughs> yeah. Initially, it's me, me. The overarching thing, the top of the pyramid is. Oh, what a weird thing. I look identical to this person he saw. What a mm. weird story. And then what the side odds? the side note is, oh, he saved her. I am assuming this is all entirely made up. Oh, There's certainly. zero. Certainly. <laughs> Were you the sister of the baby I saved that time? I was um, listening to a story about a girl that did get stuck in a certain grate with her shoes recently. Oh. On the What's network, actually. I didn't recall her name. <laughs> so, yeah, coincidence. Well, tram girl. And the tram girl. Tram girl. And, then I, and then I think it's off the back of that. It's like, it's not new. That's crazy. And then you just, you know, I think there's, be, I think there's follow-up questions to that. Mm-hmm. I think that I think you launch into a little bit of mm-hmm. brief chat. And then it does require further audacity to go off the back of hopefully what is a good discussion or quick a chat lie. is like, eh. <laughs> you go, um, super forward. Obviously, you're not tram girl, but do you want to grab like? A, you just, and then you just start asking out because you've just oh. developed a very brief, quick rapport, right? Hey. Built on a bed of lies. Well, is it lie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because then, when they have that cute story where they have to say how they met, yeah, but like a few then dates in, you have to repeat in, it for the rest of your life. A few dates, no, no, a few, a few dates in, they like, did that actually happen? And then you go, absolutely not. You know what? You've actually, you know what's actually happened here. You've been hit by. You've been hit by. Mate, spot mate. <laughs> a liar. I don't know if it's that bad. I don't think is the is the lie aspect because I think other than the fact that it's a lie, I think it's pretty good, mate. If this storyline was on maths, you would be tearing it apart. No, yeah, because no. it's funny. I think it might work. All right, with your blessing, because I I genuinely you're going to use the tram girl line. I genuinely want to try it. Oh look, I think a it is interesting. In, and B, it can work. C, though, Liza Minnelli. But I don't think that's awful. Because it's like, because then, like, here, here, here's the follow-up. Here's the mm, follow-up to it. Sure. It's down the track. If it's, Did that actually happen? I go, no, I just wanted a way to 
come and talk to you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, so you lied to me about who you are as I a person. I don't think, th- I'm like, I <laughs> still think I'm. You just any excuse to talk to me. I'm I the, loved that. I, thank you. Here we go. Jules has flipped it again. <laughs> no, no, that's you what she would flipped. say. That's all how I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's dumb, this girl. No, because I think that ultimately if I saw someone trapped under a tram, I would try and help. So it's not lying yeah, about who I am as a person. Well, I'm. I just haven't been given the opportunity. Should I be punished for not having had the opportunity to save someone like it's in a cowboy thing and the train's coming in, they're tied to the railroad? Oh, well, look, hey, you strap a GoPro to your chest and pop out to the street. I'm not going GoPro. This isn't, this well, isn't a bit to see it. I want to see her reaction. I will review it, honestly. Here's what I'll do. I want you to do it. I, Absolutely. I, I genuinely, like, truly, not even a part of the show, I've been thinking about this for the past week or so because I would like to... Well, you have to build the lie. You need a good one. You need a believable. Because the thing is, it's it's just believable enough. Sure. What So what if, can we pick one that you have to use as well? <clears throat> like you can use yours and then we'll pick one. Like you'd pick a... Like, For the same person? Like oh, a two person. lies. Like okay. a, yeah, you'd pick a line? Yeah. Use Maybe um, we can write you a script that's like not lies. Like an actual pickup line. Yeah. Huh. Well, I don't think actual pickup lines work. No. I think lies work. <laughs> the laugh and the awkwardness. Um, what, would something. you like to pitch a pickup line? I just desperately want to be. When let me know when you're doing this because I need to watch. <laughs> it's not going to be. It's not going to be like oh, I come down to the town square at ten o'clock tomorrow <laughs> morning and Nick's going to. I happen to be use there. It. I think it's just one that I have in. It's like an arrow in my quiver, and then when I see a um uh, a wild animal, mm-hmm. which is the, a woman in the sure. show <laughs> on this international yes. Women's day, uh, I say, hey, tram girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, honestly, are we sure it's not? You've been hit by. You've been hit by. Let's see where it goes. Sorry, what? And just completely miss you. <laughs> Walk away. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not interested. Thank you. So I don't want to buy what you're saying. There is that potential. Uh, I will. I'll give it a go. Yeah. I'll put it out there. I really am keen to try. I'll try it in the next week or two if I can. Mm. You need. You need. It needs. It's. It's. You need all those other stars to align for it I to want be successful. The actual date that is going to happen, please. Here's what I'll do: is I will. This is exactly what'll happen. I'll try the line. They'll say they'll go out with me, and then four dates in, I'll reveal that it was just a way to talk to them. They'll think it's cute. Mm. We'll fall in love, and then eventually they'll come on the podcast as my fiance. Okay, Jeez, you have spent some time thinking about yeah, this, haven't week. you? Yeah. I prepare for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bring. I bring so much to this table here. I just want everyone to go out and uh, try that today, listening to the podcast. Lie to everyone. So many tram. Girls it's out not there. that much of a lie. <laughs> the focal. The the your focus. On the lie and not the we're initiating conversation off a funny, a silly story. I we say heaps of silly stories on the show. Would you like us to fabricate this tram girl happening somewhere in a city so that you can back up the story there? Do you, so we get <laughs> we go down to Melbourne. You get your foot stuck in a track. <laughs> Just so it's not finally a now. Lie. Now I'm on board. <laughs> Should I go? Do you want to go it. down to the street right now and I push you both out of the front way of a car? <laughs> yes. Look, as long as it's real, mate. I, who's to say that it hasn't happened? I've definitely... <laughs> you said it didn't happen. Okay, well, I have definitely done the joke with an ex-girlfriend in the past where I, pre- <laughs> I pretend to pull her out of the way of everything, really. I just... <laughs> so do we wanna, if we want to be real about it, I've saved people from trams, I've tra- trains, cars, planes. None of those things were real. It's a personality trait. That happened. It just wasn't... The threat wasn't real. <laughs> wow. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Mm. All right. An update for down the track. Great. This might not happen for several weeks because I'm not. I'm not. The thing is, I think it's such a golden bullet. I'm not going to just use it on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Perfect. All right. Uh, plenty of stuff on the podcast that actually happened and isn't based on lies. Uh, uh, food scientists. That's not lies. Dude That's was interesting. Truth. Yeah, he has a, he has degrees to prove that he's not lying. And it's fun because he's got a Kiwi accent and he was saying chops a lot. And I that made me that. happy. Yeah. Um, the fact that he gets to be paid to like eat things and talk about flavor and think about flavor. Do you think that's how the job works? I I don't know enough about it to question you otherwise. <laughs> mm, I don't know either. Yeah, that's fair. I just like to imagine it. Uh, Professor Russell Keast joins us. Do you think he, that he was like, surname pretty much yeast. He, do you think he's considered changing it? Keast. <laughs> no. With the New Zealand I think accent. you'd stick with Keast, not yeast. Yeast? No, if you're a fruit Yeasty. scientist, though. Okay. Okay. Well, now she sold me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. And then he, his favorite band could be the uh, the Yeasty Boys. Yes. Mm. Okay. You've, you guys have really done it today. Turn me around. But, uh, technically a lie. Because he's not going to do that. Um, Jules, you try to frame Matt and I uh, for having, uh, well, for doing something a little bit gross on the show. Matt, I'd put one in your mouth and then I would <laughs> in the mouth. I didn't do that in Matt's mouth. We talk about that on the show, how Jules... I he, said no such thing. Some unfortunate editing on behalf of Instagram. I'm I, I'm amazed that Facey or Instagram actually do that automatically. Impressive. And well, also devastated that they didn't quite understand your accent. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a weird one. Um, does it? So Instagram does it, because that's a snippet from Instagram. Does... Facebook? Facebook do it? I'm going to have to listen back and check. Do we, does the same video go up on Facebook? Uh, I publish it a different platform, but it is the same video, same video. the same audio. So we'll be interesting because they're owned by the same company. You'd think yep. that they run through the same sort of filtering, maybe. Mm. Well, check Facebook. Maybe they maybe they're censoring us. <laughs> maybe maybe they're putting ways. a whole word in there separately, even worse. People might think that I have more of a potty mouth than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some, there's some level of yes, but I'm not going to do that in Matt's mouth. What yeah, does the internet think of me? Hmm. Not much, apparently. Um, not on the show, but just if we, while talking about what the internet thinks of you. I was sure. reading last <laughs> night about a website where you can. You upload, uh, you know how we were talking about, I think it was last week or the week before, that there's a new app called Take It Down where you upload a picture of yes. uh, your nude mm. photography and it finds your nudes that have been leaked online and it take take, down. rips them down. Yeah, good way to uh, combat revenge porn and exactly. that sort of stuff. And that's a really good, uh, and I think it should be used that way. There's another version of that where you just upload a picture of yourself, so just like Jules, your headshot, mm. and I put it on this website. It goes in, it doesn't like rip the sites down, but it literally shows you and using facial recognition everywhere that this database can find where it thinks there's a photo of you online. That's cool. Ooh, I don't think I like that. I it's, it's a, it's a weird wouldn't do one, that isn't now. It? Yeah, well, we can do that in the break. We can have, have a go. I don't know how, because I, I went and had a look at it. I went to the, um, the actual website. I didn't upload a photo to it because, you know, a bit dodgy or whatever. But, um, <laughs> but by the same time. That's fine, I can do it. But the, the website looks like a really, like, you know how when websites were first invented, how it's the oh, basic yeah. text and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. barely, it's like, how is this running? The counter that. down the bottom of the website saying how many visitors. <laughs> how many page views it's got. Yeah. Yes. Very similar vibe to that. Great. Um, that's uh, not on the show, but something you can visit in your own time. Mm. Do your own Googling. Oh. I don't feel comfortable saying the name of the website. I've forgotten it. <laughs> uh, and then also to round things out on the show, we finally get a chip queen. Yeah, I mean, a nice passion. I, lo- I love it when people really go and celebrate their love for a hot chip. There's not many avenues you can do it through no. traditionally. And you know what? Kudos to the, you know what, actually really good from us hey! oh. to give to give people a, a platform to uh, celebrate themselves and celebrate their passion here on the show. Because you don't get it. In day-to-day life. No, we mm. might be heroes for doing so. I would actually say mm. that, uh, you know, a passion for hot chips probably falls under gluttony and that's considered a sin. So we're, Wow, um, that's quite the stretch. 
<laughs> I don't know if it's a stretch. It's not, anyway, it's not right. I saved this girl from a helicopter that was falling. <laughs> but you are sinning by eating chips. Uh, okay. Lots to unpack from this podcast. Mm. Enjoy. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow for more road chip chat. Mm. 1060, what have you been kicked out of? Rebel Wilson, uh, a self-confessed Disney adult, mm. has confessed on a talk show, The Daily Show, to taking a photo in a Disneyland bathroom. Yep, she's been kicked out. Which is apparently against the law. Mickey Mouse said, no, we're not having any of that. Do me a favour, please. Get out of here. Get out of here, man. She got herself kicked out of Disneyland and then banned for 30 days following it, which is rough. Look, getting kicked out, it happens to the best of us. I got kicked out of a band. Um... There happened to be a couple of new members a few weeks later, but yeah. joke's on them. They had no drummer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Poor stuff. Uh, let's go over to the phones right now. 13, 10, 60. Emma from Hepburn. Tell us, Emma, what were you kicked out of? So back in the 70s when I was eight years old, right. I was at uh, Ikea <laughs> and they had one of the first ball pits I'd ever seen. <laughs> and I, I went into it and thought, this was magic until one of the people that worked there came in, asked me how old I was and oh. said that I had to leave because I was too old. So I got kicked out of a ball pit too, at the age of eight. Too that, old at eight? That is, what was what <laughs> was the age limit, Emma? I think it must have been seven or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've heard. That is rough. That's got to be a size limit thing if that. Uh, Emma, does that, that's still got to, every time you see a ball pit, that's got to trigger some sort of emotion at the moment, right? But, <laughs> yes. Oh, I just remember, but you know when you're that age and you're just so humiliated oh. by something like that. Here I was so. thinking maybe you'd something had happened, an accident happened in the ball pit instead, a legitimate reason for you being kicked well, out. No, I don't think it's legitimate, <laughs> you know. And unfortunately, well. IKEA has gone from strength to strength as a business. <laughs> it hasn't been taken down, which I'm sure we would have loved to have seen. Emma, that's rough, <laughs> and I hope that you do find an adult ball pit later in life. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll endeavour to find one. <laughs> Have a great day, Emma. <laughs> Thank Spe- you too. Oh, speaking of IKEA, mm-hmm. uh, we've been kicked out of one. Seven. <laughs> no, I got kicked out of science class for reading an IKEA catalog instead of the textbook. <laughs> Why? I was bored. Probably shouldn't have sat at the front of the class. Why do you have an IKEA catalogue in science class in year seven? Why? I had an IKEA catalogue as a 12-year-old anyway. Yeah, why? (laughs) I don't know. I wanted to do interior design. Nothing is more gripping than the latest edition of, let's see, oh, there's the Fjernst. The Jorgen, all those weird names for them. Ah, I don't know. I preferred that to the Bunsen burner license. I am starting to understand why you got kicked out of the band. You (laughs) you must have been just the the lamest kid in the world. Today is International Women's Day, not just any Wednesday. Very special day for those around the world, women and girls, to celebrate. And um, in light of this, Nick, I've thought about how I can best reflect on this. And I came to the conclusion that... It's a pretty special, incredible time, progressive time, Mm -hmm. to be a woman in the year 2023. So the woman that's probably closest to my heart is my two-year-old, almost two-year-old niece, Billy. And so I've decided to pen a letter to her. Dear Billy, you may only be about to turn two, but there's some things I'd like to share with you today on International Women's Day. Already I can see you're strong and determined. You started your life a very brave little fighter. Weighing a tiny 900 grams as a premie, spending weeks in ICU, you and your mum and dad fought so hard to bring you into this world. You're a problem solver, you're kind, you have sweetness in your heart and the world is already a better place to have you in it. You won't know it yet, but in 2023, 
you're growing up in a world where there's never been so many opportunities for you. To be who you want to be, wear whatever clothes that you want, work in whatever field you like, take an interest in anything that you put your mind to. When you go to school, Billy, when you start to dream of what your life will be as an adult, remember that you can do anything that you want. You can make choices to go down a path or you can choose not to. If you're at five years old, decide, like me, that you wanted to be a florist and a hairdresser combined all at the same time. Absolutely go for it. If you decide not to, that's fine. Life might get hard for you, Billy. I want you to ask for help when things get tough. Look to the amazing female role models in your life, your mum, your grandmums. Also see the amazing males that are around you. And last but not least, value your sleep. I know you think it's fun to test your parents right now. But trust me on this one. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Big lots of love from Auntie Juju. Happy International Women's Day. To so all the women out there in your <laughs> lives, special day for all of them. You know, celebrate as best you can. It's Pink here for International Women's Day. 23 past six, Nick and Jules. And right now also joined by producer Matt. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. I have a bone to pick with you, Julia, and Wait. I need Matt to sit in because he's also been bought into the scandal. What, what have you, you done, about? Julia? Matt, I think that much in the way reality TV is shot, I've been given a bad edit, <sighs> and you're involved, you've been given a bad edit on a social media video that's been put up on both Instagram and Facebook by our social media department. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> the producer. I should be giving you the bad edits. Why? What's going on here? <laughs> well, oh, Jules what? put up a video yesterday. Jules put up a video of uh, the three of us on yesterday's show discussing some of the logistics for Road Chip. It's sure. our little trip where we're going to go around the state of Victoria trying hot chips across the way. Yeah, we were asking producer Matt what we could and couldn't do. And uh, Julia has put uh, a really quite a poorly timed bleep in it, oh. which makes it sound like I'm doing something incredibly inappropriate to you, Matt. Uh, this, If you've watched the video uh, at Nick and Jules <laughs> on Instagram or wherever you get your uh, socials for us, uh, this is what I said in the video. Matt, I'd put one in your mouth and then I would <laughs> in the mouth. I'd put oh, one in your mouth what? and then I would. E- <laughs> what? One more time. Matt, I'd put one in your mouth and then I would <laughs> in the what? mouth. I was there for that chat. I don't remember it. <laughs> I remember Hang that on. happening. So uh, you've put up a video and sure. for full context, I was referring to how I believe we need to have, we might have needed a, a assault gun <laughs> on the trip. We're performing a task force badges. Well, a I'm gun. Thinking, a gun. <laughs> what? Like, you see the salt guns yeah. that are used for getting rid of flies. And we would, what we would do is we would get the chips unsalted from the place. That's and then, cool. I, Matt, I'd put one in your mouth and then I would shoot <laughs> you in the Why? mouth with the salt gun. I would shoot salt into your mouth is the context. Enunciation. But, <laughs> yes, enunciation potentially. But also, Jules, you didn't need to bleep it, it out. It wasn't me. Because it wasn't a... Who, you're the only person I who does the socials. I it. What do you mean? I swear, I looked at that video over and over. I cut it down. I did not put any fancy sound effects in there. Is this something that just happens then? This doesn't sound like it to me. Matt, I'd put one in your mouth and then I would (laughs) in the mouth. (laughs) You were being censored and it wasn't me. Well, who's doing the censoring? I don't know. Is it just something that happens when you put it on Instagram? It must be. Is Mark Zuckerberg trying to make it look like I'm taking a big hot steamy one? Yes. In producer Matt's mouth. Jesus Christ. That is not what is happening on the road trip. The only hot and steamy thing on the road trip is the chips that we will be consuming. We have important business to attend to. You're absolutely damn right, Jules. We do need to find 
a chip king or queen mm. uh, to take with us tomorrow night. We do our first stop on our road chip. Yes, we are traveling across Victoria to find the best hot chips in the States tomorrow, the border, Albury Wodonga. We are in the process of collating all the different hot chip businesses, the finalists from your calls, your messages, everything. Yeah. We need to have a chip king or queen with us on this uh, journey. You can also still keep nominating uh, over the Facebook or the Instagram if you do want to give us your two cents there. Mm. Uh, but we need someone to take these crowns off our heads. You just place yours on it's, top of your headphones and you look ridiculous. It doesn't fit very well, does it? I'm looking at myself <laughs> in the reflection. Let's see if uh, Amina from Albury's fits a little bit better. Amina, would you please, 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 please be our chip queen tomorrow evening? I would love to, guys. All right. Fantastic. Now, I should say, and thank you to everyone who give, did give us a call in 131060. We uh, actually melted the phone lines and it caused a bit of a freak <laughs> out. Um, what makes you, in your opinion, Amina, so qualified for the job? I love food. Food is life. And <laughs> I've probably eaten all the chips in the border, so I'm all good right. to go. Also, you're familiar with a few places already. You've got That's... your standards. I've got a list down, yep. What's your personal fave, just by the way, Amina? Well, we got you here. I don't know if it's um... on the list yet, but... It's Wilson Street Takeaway in Wodonga, and then there's another one on Wodonga's High Street, and I forgot what it's called. Mm. I think it's Greasy Greg. Oh, Greg's. Yes, Greg's has already been a popular nomination. And should just say to everyone listening right now, yes, we are going to Albury-Wodonga tomorrow night, but we're hitting up the rest of the state across the rest of the month, so let us know when we're coming to you, and we'll we'll endeavour to stop by. Amina, uh, the crown hopefully fits your head perfectly. We'll see you (laughs) tomorrow evening. As we hit up our, uh, what are we thinking, like our top? Yeah, top three finalists, and then we can narrow down and say who is the winner on the border. Yeah, and then we'll yeah go place to place, top three from everyone, like a bracket tournament. We'll figure it out from there. Love it. That seems like a numbers thing. That's a, that's a producer Matt thing. It sounds like a lot of hot chips that we all get to eat. Everyone uh, will be invited. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll put up the itinerary tomorrow yeah. if you do want to come along regardless, and we'll give you some. Because honestly, I'll need to be told I need to share. As we explore the road chip idea across the week, Jules, we're finding that one of the things that makes a chip perfect, according to the people of Victoria, Mm. is chicken salt. Yeah, we've been talking about so much chicken salt, but we said we don't actually know what it is. Well, because I know you you ask for it sometimes, and it's just put on by default. But it's, yeah, it's one of those things I've never really thought to question it. Uh, so we have got an expert on the line with us right now who hopefully can fill us in a little bit, a food scientist. It's Professor Russell Keast of the Cass Food Research Centre at Deakin Uni. Good morning, Professor Keast. How are you? Hi, Nick. Very good. Very good. How are you? Yeah, we're well. We're confused, though. We're hoping you are the man to clear up the confusion for us. What? What is chicken salt? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's really salt with a whole lot of flavourings in it. So, um... Contrary to the name, you know, the, the actual chicken salt doesn't contain chicken. Mm. It, it's, it's more a range of other, other flavourings like garlic and um, onion, paprika, a variety of things. It probably also contains um, glutamate or monosodium glutamate, as it's, as it's known. And all of these things combined, you know, make up what is known as chicken salt. And, you know, we, we, we like it. We love salt. So um, anything which, which you know, you put chicken salt onto something like um, hot chips, you know, it just, just really adds to the, the, the experience. Yeah, look, you talk about uh, monosodium glutamate, MSG, yes. which I think uh. is seen to be in a lot of different things. Is that, because yeah. uh, I've also heard that that's not as bad for you as people say it is. Is it in like a pretty heavy, like... 
dosage or something in it? Like what part of, of chicken salt, how much is actual salt and how much is the other bits? Um, so, so salt is, would be the, the dominant part. The, the, mm. the, so sodium being, you know, sodium chloride is salt. Um, sodium glutamate is, is monosodium glutamate. And then you've got the other flavorings like, you know, the, the garlic flavorings and paprika and those sort of things that are all included mm. into it. But, but yeah, sodium would be, um, or salt would be a good, you know, 50%, um, 50 to 60 to 70% of the, the total component of chicken salt. But in terms of MSG, there is nothing, you know, there, there's a whole lot of misperceptions uh, about it, you know, being being bad or evil. And, and if you go back into to history and look at um, where it came from, it, it really came as a as a misunderstanding in, in literature that that somehow gained recognition, and you know here we are today with with a lot of advertising saying no added MSG and all this sort of stuff. So it isn't it isn't an evil ingredient. It is safe, you know, as safe as anything else that we're consuming. Professor Keys, where does the chicken then from the name come <laughs> come into it? What if is, it's not chicken, point? yeah, yeah why are we good... calling it that? That's right. I think I think originally this was because it was actually added to chicken to help flavour the chicken uh, as chicken opposed on top of so chicken. That's it was it was a seasoning that went on chicken as opposed to being a salt that contains chicken. Ah, does okay. that make sense? So yeah. so yeah, sure. So you, you've you've got the seasoning that was put onto chicken that is now um, you know more familiarized with with i suppose putting on to hot chips so my theory had been yesterday on the show professor keist was that it was a uh, it was salt chicken salt that was salt that had just been like soaking in a vat of chicken stock which is clearly <laughs> not the case uh so what you're saying though there's actually no chicken in it so it, it is a it's a that's vegan right. slash vegetarian product that's right right there you uh-huh. go for all our pictures out there People need, that's right. they, need to, they need to work out how they're marketing this thing because there's so much. I, I would never have guessed. I just assumed it was like a byproduct of chicken yeah. that had been sort of, you know, boiled down and yeah. simmered down to I'm something. I'm impressed so many spices come together to taste like that. That's, that's, that's it, isn't it? It's, yeah. a, it's a wonderful combination. Look, now, you, you go to some places internationally. So chicken salt really is, a, is, a, is an Australian invention. You know, just like the pavlovas in New Zealand invention, right. the 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 origin. Uh, but 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 if it's across in the US, maybe what you're saying is in fact true. That it is in fact um, chicken that's been dried out. That's now been added to salt. So so don't go overseas and think that the chicken salt that you're eating over there is going to be vegetarian or vegan because you know chances are it may have chicken in it. But but yes, here. It's certainly um, the the originals are all um, vegetarian, vegan. You talk about it being overseas. I don't really like ha- having been overseas myself to a variety of countries. I, you don't really see chicken salt anywhere no, outside of Australia, like at all, ever, do you? That's right. It will be very, very small areas where it, where it may be, but but that's right. It is primarily Australian. We'll take the we'll take the pavlovas. We'll take the Vegemite, and we'll take the chicken salt <laughs> with us. Get, uh, <laughs> The pavlovas, you can't take the pavlovas, surely. <laughs> While we uh, have you, Professor, I'd like to ask about, because uh, we talk about MSG, and obviously that's not as bad as people say it is. And yeah. the, obviously, if you look back, it's almost, I've heard that it's, because uh, is it, it's not a Western, I guess, 
uh, invention is. I've, I've heard that it sort of came from Eastern cooking and then therefore it was almost yes. like a war on the Eastern side of things from the West. Is that somewhat correct? Uh, it's somewhat correct. It really came from a medical doctor, I think 1968, who went to a Chinese restaurant. This is in Boston. Right. Went went to a Chinese restaurant and, and had something and, and felt afterwards that he was flushed. So he, you know, hot flushes and red patches and stuff like that. So he he, he actually wrote in, in a good journal, just a commentary piece saying that, you know, all of these components that he ate, one of those components was MSG, but he said, you know, it could have been anything, but it was the, the MSG which stuck and which got propagated through other literature to, to become, you know, sort of common knowledge now that, oh, well, MSG causes this, but it could have been, um, you know, a, a thousand other dietary components mm. or combinations of components that were eaten that caused the reaction. There is no doubt that that you know people are do have food allergies there is also no doubt that the isolation of uh, msg is as the the cause of it is is in fact uh, incorrect and that, that's been shown now in double blinded studies so you know people who have said yes i am are allergic to, to msg when they don't know they're consuming it and when the, the researchers don't know it's being given, you know, at, at the time in terms of the, the study design, there is no effects. Similar also, just what we're talking about, like things that people add to food and whatnot. Mm. You got your MSG, obviously your salts and whatnot. Uh, I used to have a housemate that she swore by nutritional yeast as being something uh. that would improve the flavor of food. Yeah. What is nutritional yeast, <laughs> Professor Kent? Look, look, this is this. So yeast um, and, and, you know, the breakdown products, they've got all of these um, things called nucleotides in it and, and other uh, protein type structures, which can be really palatable. So I think you're your your roommate was 100% correct. These things, there's, there's, a, there's a taste called kakumi. Kakumi is really unusual in terms of, you know, it provides a mouthfulness. Right. It seems to it seems to enhance certain flavors and and reduce negative flavors. And presumably these yeast extracts have these kakumi type compounds in them. So it does a whole range of, of wonderful wonderful things to food flavors. So I, I would I would yeah hundred percent agree with with your roommate's assessment. Now you don't want to put too much on because no. <laughs> then then it can you know start to get a bit yucky. But but in in the right quantities on the right foods, spot on. Does it exist outside of the nutritional yeast? Is it like what are, what are some foods that would yes. have a similar protein profile? I guess. Um, yeah. So so um, things like cheeses, mushrooms, um, tomatoes, garlic, all of these have these these specific and it's a specific chemical um, linkage of proteins which mm. create this kakumi effect. So, cool. yeah, yeah, very fascinating. But it's really difficult to study and to research because there is no, you know, it's not like salt where you put it on your tongue and you get salty. This is something which only in combination with a food starts to show the the effect so it's a difficult thing to to actually study but but you know very interesting um uh, effects it has
and a good study to be a part of if you are having to just put it on your food and yes. uh, suss it Too out. Right. Tasting all the flavours. <laughs> Professor Russell Keast, he's uh, of the Cass Food Research Centre at Deakin University, showing us that there is a little more to our food out there than we thought. And good to know now, I guess, the secrets behind what makes up our chicken salt that'll yes. inevitably, Jules, be on some of the hot chips on our road chip. Oh, it uh, has to be. Professor Keast, thank you so much for your time this morning, mate. We appreciate your words of wisdom. Good stuff. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.